Welcome to Agile Muse, and we are the host Ravi. And I'm Shree. We are conversing on everything that holds relevance with Agile. All right, Ravi. Let's get started with this episode. What are we talking about? Okay, today I have brought an element of frustration that I'm I'm facing very often. Okay. And uh, this is around. What is it? This is around burned down charts. So, can we discuss about that? Okay. Yeah, sure. Do you want to give me some context? What What is so frustrating about burn down charts? Okay. So even before getting on to my frustration, let me begin mm-hmm. um, in the interest of listeners to clarify on what what is the burn down chart all about. So I'm just calling out a yep. reference from uh, from the Scrum glossary on what a burn down chart okay. is all about. So according to the Scrum glossary, um, a chart which shows the amount of work which is thought to remain in a backlog time is shown on the horizontal axis and work remaining on the vertical axis as time progresses and items are drawn from the backlog and completed a plot line showing work remaining may be expected to fall the amount of work may be assessed in any of several ways such as user story points or task hours Work mm-hmm. remaining in sprint backlogs and product backlogs may be communicated by means of a burn down chart. Um, to to put it a very uh, short form of this definition, I'm just calling out another one from Gunther, uh, which says uh, mm-hmm. Gunther Verhein, which says a chart showing the decrease of remaining work against time is a burn down chart. A chart showing mm-hmm. the increase of um, of a parameter, for example, value. um or against time primarily qualifies to be a burn up chart okay All so right. now getting on to my frustration even before going further anyway have we have to add some more uh-huh. uh, see the frustrating po- uh, thing is um when you talk with scrum masters or practitioners there is always this thing number one they believe burn down charts are very much part of scrum meaning they think it's okay it's mandated or or part of the core elements of scrum number uh-huh. two um they believe burned down charts are for everyone when i say everyone everyone not just the scrum team okay everyone is interested in knowing what's happening with the scrum team okay. okay so i'll begin with with the first one i'm i'm not sure how far i can go clarifying to my own self in that process trying to talk with you and also get it recorded <laughs> um so wherever i think wherever you think i'm i'm not doing enough justice to my own frustration mm-hmm. uh, feel free to stop me and add uh, more content to it see sure, basically um, scrum is a framework with a with minimal very minimal set of rules right mm-hmm. so um if you if you remember the there's one callouts there's one particular section in the scrum guide it says various practices exist to forecast progress something similar to burn down burn up or cumulative flows while proven useful these do not replace the importance of empiricism so it's very evident Correct. scrum is based on empiricism the dna of scrum is resting on empiricism and, and the three pillars of it transparency inspection and adaptation so uh, i'm going further with scrum guide it says in complex environments what will happen is unknown only what has mm-hmm. already happened may be used for forward looking decision making so on that note according to me um and i'm i'm just vouching there are many other practitioners might also um like this thought 
burn down charts are primarily complementary to scum and similar to burn down charts there are multiple complementary practices several complementary practices out there so in the for the interest mm-hmm. of the listener what qualifies to be or a, a complementary practice any alternate practices which are context driven and are not part of scrum but still helps enable more empiricism and live up to the values of scrum qualifies to be complementary practices so some of the very good examples are our usage of user stories the term velocity definition of ready definition of ready <laughs> yeah one more yes and then velocity um story points and few more i think according to the individual scrum teams context there could be few more which is specific to them but these Correct. are these are meant to enable you to think more empirically behave mm-hmm. more uh, more with the values of scrum but these are not mandated part of scrum in fact scrum exactly. doesn't even say i'm i'm suggesting like this it broadly says there are few complementary practices or similar practices that you can leverage i think the confusion is probably mm. because uh, mm. you know there has been a call out to burn mm. down or there's mm. been a call out regarding uh, definition of ready in the scrum guide right so people probably that is why assume that it is a mandate uh, in okay. scrum i'm correcting you definition of ready is not called out but yeah burn up burn down charts are called out go ahead go correct ahead. correct No, continue, Ravi. I I just had to add that mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. See, basically, what what we are actually up to is um, we are in a highly unpredictable zone, and mm-hmm. uh, and humans as such are poor in predicting the future. So, um, given the nature of work, what we do is highly complex by nature, plus mm-hmm. un- unpredictability uh, everywhere, and unknowns are more than knowns. Adding all this. uh dimensions together right we need some form of a visual indicator to to act as a leading indicator for us to make a uh, swift and early decisions and i see um, burn down charts come come into scrum with that invitation saying that i'm i'm going to uh, make your life little easier by visually uh, giving you an indication of uh, where you are as a team at any given point in time with respect to either effort or any other parameter like stories or story points whatsoever they want to measure across time and and help the scrum team understand over a period of time or let's say within within the sprint any point in time how are they progressing mm-hmm. and what are they up to so um, because our our problems are very dynamic and we are not repeating the same set of problems or we are not solving mm-hmm. the same same thing again and again over and again so it's not repeat repeatable and reproducible in in a, in a very uh, traditional or a, or a like manufacturing or or production context here it's more of a knowledge workers and a knowledge era so it we find mm-hmm. uh, the degree of dynamism to the problem uh, requires a right from forms of practices or process to be put in place to help okay help embrace uncertainty and there comes this burn down chart which are pr- primarily helping us to um, appreciate what we're going through and then um, use this visual indicator in our daily scrums um, as mm-hmm. a visual aid to to look up to something uh, visually growing over a period of time and make some timely decisions on whether 
we need to make some adjustments to the way we have pulled work or the way we have um arranging our our sequence workflow or anything in that matter to better achieve our sprint goal but beyond that there is no emphasis of burned on charts meaning there is no uh, fuss about have to use or must use burned on charts what do you think correct yeah uh quite right i mean if you think about uh, who needs the burn down charts right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you mentioned burn down charts are not a part of scrum they are mm-hmm. a good way to track work mm-hmm. uh, work that's remaining mm-hmm. and it's a good complementary practice not a mandate mm-hmm. and like you rightly said it does not replace the importance of empiricism mm-hmm. um and a burn down chart is an information variator mm-hmm. so it's a scrum team's responsibility to update it now the online alm tools is automatically updated with any changes to the sprint goal right mm-hmm. and we all root for self managing scrum teams right self management requires some level of discipline mm-hmm. um though it does not give you though it does give you all the creativity to accomplish your work as per uh, sprint goals right mm-hmm. the developers are accountable for the sprint backlog this we all know mm-hmm. and also ensuring that the work in the backlog is made visible and transparent to aid decision making Mm. not just for them but for whoever is interested in knowing more about the sprint's progress mm. uh, they perform uh, i mean the work that they currently working on right they are the mm. ones who do the work they estimate the work and mm. may use contextual uh, complementary practices such as burn down charts and information variators right mm. um now let's say for some xyz reason the team is unable to accomplish everything in the sprint backlog so they can use this radiator radiator to have a mm. conversation with the product owner replan mm. uh, to meet the sprint goal mm-hmm. for example if there is a plateau that appears in the uh, appears frequently in the burn down right it mm-hmm. can probably um indicate a problem with the work in progress limits mm. uh, so that again is something that can delay your uh, uh, delay the team's progress in finishing the stories you know mm. Mm. uh so this is something that can probably addressed if you look at the burn down chart mm. so mm. burn down charts are essentially for the development team uh, to facilitate transparency and help them take uh, decisions based on what they currently know so it aids empiricism and uh, mm. yeah that mm. again mm. i mean there must be an alignment or an understanding within the developers mm. uh, of why you're going to use a burn down chart mm. they mm. can also see what work is left to be done and make judgment calls based on the ability to complete their forecast by the end of the sprint right mm. Mm. um so it's basically a very good tool for inspection and adaptation mm. uh, but um uh, now what do you think what about individuals other than the developers you know who want to access uh, burn down charts and your metrics and all of that right do you think they can use it as a weapon against the development team uh, you know they don't understand the purpose of or mm. the methods mm. of uh, software development but they are curious yeah. what do you think happens when others access it you know people outside the scrum team okay part two of my frustration <laughs> okay um <laughs> see everyone apart from the developers there are two layers right even product owner and scrum master do qualify to be apart from developers so they getting to know what's happening around the team it's okay as long as they they see it or they get an access to look at it time and again it's mm-hmm. it's fine but using that um as an aid to keep striking more unnecessary conversations or trying to probe and understand who's working on what and how there's a bulge or a, or a 
or a plateau or a flat line coming up and these kind of probing by the scrum master product owner using mm-hmm. the um burn down charts against the developers or for the with the developers i think um i think it is it's more kind of a micromanaging sophisticated way of micromanaging which i don't encourage uh, but they can they can have an access to look at how it, how things are shaping up and when there is a narration coming from the developers how they can correlate uh, a pain point or a challenge or an impediment with the with the burn down charts is also um, wise to do now let's go out and look at rest of the organization like stakeholders who are internal stakeholders and external stakeholders and so on and most of these scrum okay. practitioners or or basically agile practitioners have an opinion that burn down charts is for everyone the reason why uh, i think it is not for everyone and and it's only for the developers uh, is couple of things number one we have been shouting out from the from the way from the day one we've got the scrum guide and one way or other calling this development team as self organizing now the scrum team as self managing so all that means uh-huh. that they have enough autonomy with some kind of a um, alignment right so it's not uh-huh. it's not let to such an extent that you break down each individual to understand who is working on what and they report to you daily how they are contributing to the growth of the line and the burn down so definitely right. um, micromanagement or taking a toll on individuals and figuring out where they are up to i think it's it's not a wise thing to do second if these guys outside of the scrum team are interested to um, inspect and adapt according to me uh-huh. it's it's a is a last thing they should do for a simple reason to inspect you need to have enough transparency now who uh-huh. has a who has high level of transparency of the sprint's progress it's the developers or the entire developers. scrum team now yeah. and mm-hmm. who has the um, uh, progress of the product as such again it starts from the product run but again the entire scrum team might have visibility on the overall progress made to the product but right. it is it is all boiling down to all these three accountabilities at any given point of time now with not much mm-hmm. transparency not much clarity on what's going on the ground what if a stakeholder from outside want to inspect his inspection is going to be all the more um all the more ineffective all the more partially um done and with that kind of an ineffective mm-hmm. uh, irrelevant uh, way of uh, inspecting can he adapt that's another big question he can't adapt because adaptation yeah. primarily happens with the self managing nature of the team like what to do by when and exactly. how exactly so now mm-hmm. number one uh, there is not no enough clarity and no transparency mm-hmm. much on the progress second um, with that uh, lack of clarity and transparency you can't timely inspect even if you go about inspecting you're not the one who's going to adapt because it is it is it is a scrum team altogether so now any right. anything on these lines which the stakeholders think they are they are actually contributing back by saying that no i want to inspect i want to adapt it's for me to look at the burn down all these are one way of saying mm-hmm. i don't have trust on the team i don't have i don't exactly. believe on what they are up to and i don't understand what is value and hence i want to pick up the least uh, uh relevant thing but easily understood things like velocity burn down charts and and keep running in circles with them so start building more trust so that you will you will appreciate what the team goes through at any given point in time and pay more attention to the right metrics around outcomes and impact and on what is value all about and hence these right. metrics are left up to the teams to take care of themselves make wise timely um brave and honest decisions 
like how you said um, in achieving the sprint goal these this burned on charts are going to be like a timely aid visual aid for them so if that can happen yes. i'm i'm perfectly okay yeah it's for the team and by the team right mm mm-hmm. that's right that's yeah. right so, so let we let, let these metrics be within the teams uh, mm-hmm. reach mm-hmm. i guess mm mm-hmm. but somewhere somewhere uh, she even more than more than the um stakeholders or practitioners in general even i see scrum masters make this mistake of saying that i share the burned on charts every day to the management i prepare a report on a weekly basis sharing the burned on charts to the management i think it's high time um scrum masters do understand what they are sharing and for what purpose it is it is getting shared to whom they are sharing mm-hmm. is, is this the, is this the primary responsibility of scrum master to sit and prepare something over and above what the developers are already doing and then prepare that as a report and send it across why don't they invite them to sprint reviews and make them look at the working software as the primary measure of progress instead of looking at burned on charts and velocity trends and so on so if if some of Correct. our listeners ask our masters who are doing this damaging act of taking the burned on charts and giving access to everyone or emphasizing everyone to come and look at their own burned on charts i think it's high time that you appreciate the stakeholders to pay attention to something which is more highly impactful in terms of outcomes and then value than looking at velocity or or effort utilization or burned on charts and all this these are primarily planning indicators or or timely visual aids for teams to to uh, aid their self managing uh, nature correct uh, and good. probably if you come across such scrum masters you can coach them really definitely we we want to do that we we are going to continuously catch hold of everyone who is going to talk something rubbish around these aspects and then help them get better over it yes good i feel so i feel my the... frustration my frustration actually got <laughs> better yeah we are about to ask something please go ahead yeah i just want to check with you if there's anything else that you want to discuss do you think we've covered it all no i'm i'm good i'm good shri i think we touched upon um what are burned on charts and what are complementary practices how does uh, burned on charts fit into one we also spoke about who needs it and then um how they get benefited out of it i think we pretty much covered what we wanted okay. to cover in that case now that you're less frustrated i think we can move to the socials uh, guys if you all have any questions feedback or any interesting topic that you would wish us to discuss please drop a note to agilemusepodcast@gmail.com as you know we are continuously inspecting and adapting our approach on scrum and uh, not on scrum sorry on this podcast and we appreciate your feedback anytime <laughs> uh, on that note let's call this episode to done Thank you for listening until next time take care be good and scrum on